to the Movie Theater Channel Machine Podcast. Hey, I'm your announcer, Max. Hey, today we are fun looking at films. We got the Keeney Beach from 1964. Hey, I kind of like looking at for myself here. You know, it's got Frankie Avalon, Annette Bonacello, John Rickles, and uh, Little Stevie Wonder 2, and the Bane the Pyramids. I can see myself in their heads. <laughs> Alright, so I'll turn it over to your friends, Kaz, Nick, and uh, Bob, and have a good old time, and we'll see you soon. Alright, enjoy the day. Bye-bye. Woo, I'm Kaz. <laughs> hey, I'm Nick, and we just watched Ask the Movie. <laughs> That's right, Joe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> I'm Bob. Call me Deadhead today if you want. <laughs> oh, right. We, we got to say our lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Kaz, and I uh, uh, I fingered myself or something. Oh, is that the line? <laughs> I gave myself the finger. Yeah, that was the line. <laughs> We're going to put that on loop someday. <laughs> was that the line? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. That YouTube was the line for poop, the movie. everybody. You too poop. I, All right. I'm Kaz, and I gave myself the finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, now, now you lie. You're lying. Uh, I'm Nick, and we just watched Ask the Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, good Lord. This is Zany and... If you like Herbie the Love Bug, I feel like it's kind of a similar sort of wacky, yes. silly fun. Yeah, it Before, definitely is. Beforehand, though, we did take bet well, not actual bets with actual prizes, but just sort of like, hey, how much you want to bet it's, uh, go- is it going to be bad, bad, or good, bad? Cause mm, yeah. Yeah, and I said it was going to be bad, bad. I was thinking bad, bad, but I thought it wouldn't be very good to have, you know, it's not very Betty-like if people are voting for the same thing so yeah. I thought okay if it ain't bad bad maybe it's uh, gonna su- be surprisingly not bad mm. <laughs> I wasn't sure because uh, my interest into this was because of uh, family they, uh, they they had told me about it for some time what? so my expectation going into this was uh, unknown but sort of hoping that it wasn't as it wouldn't be too bad but it, it's definitely a film where you have to just have low, low, low. Okay, no expectations. Very low. Just no expectations. No, yeah. Absolutely no expectations. Yeah. I found it, um, I was surprised that it was as amusing as it was. Yeah, there were some, but there's definitely points where it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. like <laughs> let, keep going, like, yeah. keep going here for God's yeah. sake. So, like, um, we, um, and this is, this is just, like, the, the back of the DVD this is what it says here so frankie and annette welcome harvey lembeck don rickles stevie wonder to the beach for this fun-filled full-swing party of a film where the charismatic Britpop idol potato bug <laughs> sends the girls swooning a jealous frankie challenged the english crooner to a drag race resulting in a picture packed serp uh, was resulting in a, a picture packed surf, uh, uh, resulting in a picture packed with surfing, speed, slapstick, and sex. Ooh. There was like no sex. There's nothing. Not I mean, there's barely a kiss in one scene. And that's not really even soft core whatsoever. It doesn't no. even touch soft. There was ass like, shots showing. Yeah. <laughs> I call the ass the movie because. I'm pretty sure there was more sex going on behind the scenes than there was during the film. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. There was an old guy complaining about how kids only care about sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there was a fucking chimp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's and right. A talking, and a hawk that talked like a parrot. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? 
Like that, that made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hawks don't talk. <laughs> okay, fine. Hawks talk in this universe. Whatever. <laughs> like movie. Come on, movie. That's right. This is a beach verse, everybody. They this entire series beat Marvel by years. So <laughs> so suck it, Marvel, because yeah. Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Is it Chetto? Frank, uh, Annette, yeah, yeah, what he said. Uh, yeah. They totally beat you to the uh, <laughs> to that universe crap. So, suck it. And all this, there were older movies, like detective movies. Like, there, oh, the, no. there would be a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Like a series of movies. They I didn't just, yeah. totally sound bad now. No. no. I make a fool of you. Uh, no. This fucking movie, like, I don't say it right out here. I it's mean, cheesy, and, fun. In your opinion, is it worth a watch? Yeah, because it, it's... Yeah. At least yeah, something it, it's on in the background. It definitely or, is. It's if you're sick at <coughs> home and you don't want to think and you just want to have uh, images on the screen moving without a story or somewhat, this is your film, people. This is yeah. your film. And all the different things that go on here. I mean, there's music so... Music was good. The music was great. Yeah, the pyramids yeah. was a really good. Pyramids group. was good. Yeah. Pyramids. I wanted to find this band. I mean, the the Exciters. I'd actually. Yeah. I, I could play some, but I don't know if we are we allowed to. Um. Yeah. I could. Yeah, either, I don't yeah. think. I think they've surpassed the. Uh, Do you have the soundtrack? Oh, um, that's the other thing we bet on. <laughs> I can look it up, but because again, guys, it's owned by Disney. I'm a bit worried. <laughs> yeah. I have my hesitation because. Uh, Funicello was licensed by Disney's uh, record label. Yeah. And I believe, from what my research on Apple Music, uh, they still own her music. So I will, uh, I'll check it out. But uh, give me a moment to uh, pull it up here. All right. There so, were some random musical numbers too. Yeah. And I think it was just like right away you notice how campy as fuck this is. Mm -hmm. Immediately. So. When I said really, you know, we just watch Ass the movie. Yeah, you know, like immediately. Yeah, I didn't know uh, you could use uh, random close-ups of somebody of a bikini-clad ass as a transition. Yeah, and it's scenes. but it's but it's the old man driving down the road, and then the girl passes by, which doesn't even seem to be really in the shot, and then he crashes his car. Yeah. Like, all it needs is a cartoon horn sound yeah. effect, like a <laughs> <laughs> Or I expected that when he crashed, that like a part of like the wheel would fall like back into scene, <laughs> or yeah. something. You know, like that that would come in. It'd be really funny. I honestly like. I looked at this movie. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It, it is what it is, honestly. And and you know the first then the second part you see the same girl walk by and you see somebody cooking on a barbecue who has this apron this genius at work <laughs> and he's dropping his steak huh wait oh oh huh? you know looking back and i'm like oh okay like you know exactly what you're gonna get into within 10 seconds basically yeah. a live action cartoon oh yeah oh yeah it, de it definitely is it definitely is right there, yeah. So I'm not finding it, but yeah. Annette, well, I can tell you, Annette Funicello, I get it right finally, she yeah. put out, uh, well, there's Whoa! two albums online yeah. uh, that have come across. Uh, she put out one in 63 called Annette's Beach Party, yeah. and then that includes uh, some of the music from the, the film before this in the series uh, Beach Party, I guess, which opened the, started the whole series off. And then there was a album for Muscle Beach Party, which actually 
uh, comes after this one. So, but I could yeah. probably play a small snippet. Oh. Uh, yeah, sure, why Two not? Two seconds, yeah. maybe? Yeah, beach party. We got an early start. We're gonna have a ball. We're gonna ride the surf. Yeah, that ain't all. Unless that gives you an idea about <laughs> Disney coming after me. So. Yeah. Unless yeah. the beach is covered in freaking rocks and periwinkles. Like, yeah. Uh, like yeah, it's definitely the beach in Kyria. The water was like chocolate milk. Yeah, it was like swimming in iced tea. Like, I walked about, I got about knee deep. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That's because he stepped on something weird. Yeah, yeah, there was some sort of barnacle I stepped on slowly. I'm like, and I'm going to get hepatitis. It looked like chocolate chip cookie Look, dough. Look, hypodermic with all needle, the everybody. <laughs> hypodermic needle. <laughs> with all the damn periwinkles. Yeah, it was it was weird. But anyway, it's like... Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think, you know, like, this is a really good thing with beach season. You know, like, it, it's... It's going to start winding down, you know, within a month, so it's really good to do this for this season itself, and, you know, hell, I mean, now it's the month that it's been a year since we've been doing all the themes anyway, so, mm -hmm. I mean, this time last year, last year we had uh, Mel Brooks month, cool. so at least, you know, this is, this is fun itself, but... Yeah, just to highlight real quickly, yeah. uh, one of the uh, pyramids from this album, I'll play uh, a snippet of... <laughs> I, I'll... The, the title of the song, and I'm not joking here, it's called Penetration, and it's from the Pyramids. What? So, check it out. Dick yep. Dale started the series off. He was in the uh, Miserloo. Yeah. Miserloo. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that, yeah. that's such an interesting song because it was like a, a an old folk song or something that used that it was originally played like very slowly or something, and then yeah. he went and did this. They sped it up nicely. Did this totally rocking version and bam, surf rock out of this. It was cool. It was cool though. I thought he had also done uh, the song Wipeout. Which is like no. that guy, but no. that's yeah. the the surfaris, as I learned. Yeah, that's another group. Yeah, so I won't play them. Well, I'll tell you honestly, Animal from the Muppets did it the best. <laughs> mm. That one was awesome. That's still the um. So this movie itself, I mean, it's very simple in its plot. Uh, you know, kids, school's out, and it says it right in the first song. Yeah. You know, school's out, they're going to go to the beach, they're going to have a good old time. Yeah. And the, um, the you know, they uh, get up with the next day, they have a trailer that all the girls sleep in, they, you know, and the guys sleep in the back of the truck, and actually the whole get-up wasn't really that bad. They, they had nice, they had cartoons drawn all over their van. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the, that was something, I wondered if, um, I'm going to get to that, but the, I wonder if Big Drag actually did that. Did I, yeah, yeah. yeah. It resembled the ones in his, uh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, big yeah. Bar yeah. That I wonder if he. I wonder if he did that too. But I would really like to hang out with Big Drag because he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. I really, I really, really enjoyed watching him. I think that was my favorite character out of this whole thing. And you know they. Um, they get set up and they're having a good time and they wake up the next day and then the potato bug has set up a tent city on the the beach because reasons and he has a he has a french bodyguard who actually funny enough the actress who did it that was not her voice really it was the wife of the director uh, of uh, i don't remember her exact name off the top of my head but it was William Ashner's wife who did it, and they dubbed over her voice. Elizabeth Montgomery. Thank you. She did the voice? Yeah. Wow, Bewitched Lady? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. that's incredible. I didn't know that. Wow. Thank you, exactly. She it's was a, Ladybug. Yeah. Wow. And that was probably, like, we see this a lot, and it reminded me a lot, and I, um, I'll save it. I'll give a little bit of fantasy casting right now. But it reminded me a lot of Kristen Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun. Which like, character? Uh, Sally. Oh, the, uh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, 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 the very tough, very feminine type person, you know, mm. with that bodyguard thing. Okay. You know, it goes, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it kind of it kind of works, but it just reminded me a lot of that. And I just picture, like, um, but I, I'm going to save fun. the rest of that, but... Yeah, the love bug, the love bug starts singing, uh, I'm sorry, the potato bug <laughs> starts singing, and uh, whatever. And I wish there was, like, a, like at least an origin story of, like, why is his name Potato Bug? <laughs> I wanted I, to know that, too! I wanted to know, like, It's so obvious! He looks like a potato, and no, he stinks like a... No, it's a Beatles bug. reference, but here, oh uh, the wiki... Oh, my God, that's terrible. That's an awful <laughs> reference. No, 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 the, the wiki here says that the director... Let's see, some interview, it was, the script was originally written for the Beatles, and he claims that, um, wow. they agreed, but later dropped out because of fame, and, uh, the fee. <laughs> more money, probably. Something like, like that, uh, so he money. reworked the, the script, so I picked up on that right away, come on, mop top British singer, that oh, yeah. girl's, yeah, I mean, it was obvious that it's a ploy on that, yeah. yeah, 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 um, is it stupid that I didn't realize that, uh, Frankie Avalon was also playing a, a dual role until until the end until yeah. the disguise scene. No, you're not. Can I? Would you Go ahead, yeah. in? You're not a fool because uh, my research on the film apparently uh, Avalon he portrayed that character on set, and even uh, his cast members did not know that he was Potato Bug. Wow. <laughs> wow. So he did such a good job, but it was one of the shittiest British accents I've ever heard in my life. Like, so effing, <laughs> like, effing awful, <laughs> terrible. Like, there was no hint of accent. It was just... <laughs> yeah, it was... To quote my friend Charlie, who has been on the show before, on the wild, Charlie, we love you, man. Come on back to us when you can. But, um... It's like the reason why everybody loves Monty Python because it's all the fake British accents <laughs> that we always do, and it's like everybody, every American's impression of a British guy <laughs> in that one particular scene, and even when he's singing, you know, and it's just a lot of oohs yeah, in yeah. there, like I love you, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like early Beatles. Oh yeah! Shit. Oh yeah! There, there's a couple of songs that I think were direct rip-offs of Beatles songs. 
Yeah, or um, they're singing on the beach, and I swear it was, um, uh, it sounded just like And I Love Her at one point, a um, couple others, and then there's, um, you know, never mind, like, there's the scene where, you know, Annette Furnicello's doing a solo thing, and she's walking on the beach and just, you know, thinking, you know, out loud, basically, for the audience that she's going to stay with Frankie or whatever the hell his name is. Oh, Potato Bug? No, 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 the other the other one. that She's going to stay with Frankie. She's not going to be with the... You know, the, the song is This Time It's Love oh. and towards the end, and it's just bothered me because it's like, oh, wow, the green screen looks lovely tonight. <laughs> it, it just, I always got a kick out of that because they're walking, and I'm like, like are they walking on a treadmill or what the hell? I don't... Or are they just like <laughs> walking in place, And but it looks like the screen they're is... Swaying. Moving, and they're swaying. They're kind of like, I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. Are they swaying just to look like they're moving ahead yeah, or something? Yeah, it was or, very, very yeah, weird. It, it, it's, very odd. Yeah, it just still, it always is, I was looking at that, I think that's the phrase. It's like, um, you know, Nostalgia Critic has big-lipped alligator moment. I think we have the green screen looks lovely tonight. Uh, <laughs> I think that's I ours. Think, I don't think they used green screen back then, though. Did they? Pro- it was something like it, or to, Wasn't you know, it like... You know, doing stuff in front of a video, or I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it still, it was along those same lines. Yeah. But, but they weren't. They were not at a beach at that moment. It was very obvious. It was a studio. Yeah. <laughs> I say that. I'm like, oh god. Uh, and, oh. Yeah. I think w- mm. you, the all right. I just found the uh, the soundtrack, which was on IMDb. Foolish me, didn't look there first. Oh. Um. Uh. Give me your love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one, Is yeah. Because that, yeah. I feel like that's a takeoff on She Loves You, Yeah, Yeah. 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 I don't know. Something to that yeah. effect. And how... Is this one? From by Pyramids. Oh, and uh, Because You're You. That was a Frankie Avalon song. I imagine that was a love song of some mm-hmm. kind. But... Yeah. Oh, the wiki says that it should be noted that uh, United Artists had signed a three-movie deal with the Beatles in the late 1963, so that... This casts quite a bit of doubt on the veracity of Asher's claim, so I don't know. Citation needed. It's still But very beatly. Oh yeah, and and it like could be well, okay. Yeah. It could be the mm-hmm. fact that they were so damn big. It is nineteen sixty four. That's the year of the Beatle invasion. Number one. So if you have something like it, you're gonna pack a theater. You know, you're going to pack a theater. You're going to get a ton of teenage girls doing it. And, like, yeah, you're pulling up Hard Day's Night right now. Yeah. Uh, that, I was going to point that out, but go ahead yeah. if you want to. Yeah, no, I yeah, like yeah. it. No, I mean, Hard Day's Night yeah. also came out in 64. So, to, uh, back to your point, Kaz, I think that was one of the, the films that fulfilled that so called contract. I mean, if anything, it was definitely it with did. United Artists, but it yeah. wasn't necessarily with uh, Asher's. Uh, I don't know, like, maybe it was. I, I don't really yeah. get that, but... It, wa- it was, That United, was at least one of I mean, the films that they had to do yeah, with Yeah, and it was, it was the, um... Uh, Hard Day's Night, Help, Yellow Submarine, and Let It Be. Right. Yeah, those were the four films. They were, they had to do four films in order to get it out of the way. Um, they tried to get away with Yellow Submarine to try to say, okay, here's a Beatle movie. They, they didn't want to do it. Um, but that movie is a totally different spectrum. Um, so, in this movie, however, we have the 
pretty decent surf shots, and I mean, as you even mentioned when we were watching it last night, I it just it constantly reminded you of the surf scene from Batman. Oh, yeah, I was, well, I just was That's thinking, a good point. I remember yeah. Joker wearing uh, board shorts on the outside of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and this was really, it was just really nice. And then, you know, we get the scene where we're introduced to Clyde the monkey, who is a, a man in a monkey suit. Yep. It's very obvious. There's even one shot where it goes really close. Like, you could see the human feet. <laughs> as he's running into the water and I stopped and went, wait a minute! They're like, oh, okay. That, that probably was lost on, on uh, 1964 technology and reel-to-reel films in a theater. But there was a really funny... I think this was really funny, but, you know, where you see the monkey start to surf. Well, um, yeah. you didn't mention Honeywagon, the bad guy, mm. sort of, well... I was about to, but God. Yeah. yeah, the weird old guy in the hearse who owns oh, yeah, uh, Siesta. Yeah, Siesta uh, by the Sea. Yeah, yeah some yeah. kind of uh, yeah. Old retired. People. Yeah, old people retirement party. Yep. I mean, uh, housing. He doesn't yeah. like those kids. Yeah. Taking up the beach, and, yeah. and he's the one who has Clyde, and yeah. Clyde drives his hearse-looking car for him, and uh, and he he just keeps having Clyde go do human things to prove that the the teens. Are basically just apes. Yeah, <laughs> you're be you're below intelligence. You're all idiots. Wait, wait, what? No. Hey, the wiki oh, says yeah that his surname Honeywagon is a reference to the so named portable toilets used in the film and television industry <laughs> and at campgrounds and marinas. I yeah, never heard was, of that. What was his first name? Uh, it was uh, Henry oh. Henry Hunter her, uh, Honeywagon the third. I Har- Harvey Huntington Harvey. Honeywagon yeah. third. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. You remember with old uh, WWF? I was thinking of the original incarnation of Hunter Hearst Huxley. Yes. Yep, yep. Immediately when I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that royal blue blood character that he did for a while. Before he became Triple H in the game, and that's the. You know, he, I think he still goes by. <coughs> Excuse me. Still goes by the mon the the Triple H like moniker. Triple H, yeah. yeah, he's Triple H. But yeah. Oh, he was like this goofball from Connecticut when he first started out. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Connecticut Blue Blood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where he had that like royal like classical music when he was walking down the aisle to the yeah. ring and Th- shit. Does Triple H belong to the Four H Club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a bit where he did it, but <laughs> side note too, I think it was really funny. Is there was a. There was a long-standing bit where he would, like, go to the ring with a different girl every match, and then Mr. Perfect, uh, God rest Kurt Hunting's soul, uh, you know, would walk out with that girl every single day. You know, you're like, that was really, really, really fucking funny. It does relate to this because there, it, this is, you know, at this point, you know, the whole, the conflict starts to come up, you have Harvey who hates the kids and wants the kids to get out of town. So he can turn the beach into his retirement yeah. place. And then you have Potato Bug. Um, the rival lover. And he is, quote unquote, stealing away Annette Funicello uh, from Frankie Avalon. And then he challenges the Potato Bug to a drag race. 
Um, in order to try to win her heart back, or for some reason, I kind of lost track at that point. Yeah. Or whatever. We're with you. Yeah. I I lost track. I'm like, okay. I'm like, and then I just kind of shrug my shoulders. I'm like, whatever. I just let it ride. Do a drag race. Yeah. To break a record. Yeah. And I can totally understand it because I was a part of the local pit crew of drag racing when I was in my teenage years. Uh, for about three, four years, and I absolutely loved it. Um, it was tractor trailer drag racing, and I actually was able to. I got into one of the track, one of the trailers once. Um, and you drag race a giant truck. No, no, it was a tractor. Oh, yeah. But a tractor trailer is like a yeah. large shipping yeah. truck, so. Yeah, it was a tractor with trailers and everything else, and it was, one time it was one of them that you could do is you could get into the truck and, you know, they would load up stuff in the trailer and you try to drag an overweighted trailer around, mm. you know, so many times, but mainly where I was was the homemade tractor division, um, and I got it once where I got, I had to, um, to try to drag 1,000 pounds of weight 30 feet in the tractor and it was really 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 fucking hard (laughs) and then there was the one i tried to do once where i tried to do the really fast tractor trailer running and then you know with the big the chute that shot up and you know that i did i got um i got 400 feet within 15 seconds once okay yeah it basically felt like you were inside of a bullet Wow. I'm like, oh, all right, we're done. Okay. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) It happened so fast. It happened so fast. I see it happening. All of a sudden, I'm just sticky and messy. (laughs) That's what she said. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The potato bug, I guess he he has a, a dragster and he races it. Yeah. Um, and he hey. breaks some record, and then a, a mystery driver I assumed was Frankie. Yeah. I think we were supposed to assume that. Then beat his record, and then it turns out it was oh, the champ. Bullshit! I knew it was the champ. You know, you're like, it's the monkey, it's the monkey, it's the monkey, it's the hey, it's the monkey. And then yeah. Honey Wagon wants, uh, you know, he writes articles complaining about how the kids are no good and obsessed. Yeah, with and yeah, he's what was he? He was the editor in chief oh, or the. Yeah, yeah. Of the local newspaper yeah, yeah. Yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. The t- Vivian, With a school I think, teacher, the teacher, yeah. and yeah. she defends the kids. And yeah, and yeah, and I'm gonna jump ahead, but no, I'm not going to. Oh, yeah, because that, <laughs> I that, saw that, I saw it that. No, that made me mad. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, um, we got we should, we got to talk about big drag, John Rickles. Don, Don, Don Rickles. Rickles. <laughs> Don Rickles. Freaking love Don Rickles. Mr. Sunshine. I like his his, uh, introduction where he's like throwing balls of paint. He just, (laughs) first of all, he has a pet hawk that talks like a parrot. Why? Because movie. (laughs) And then he's, his his little story is, uh, he's a, well, you know, by day he does the, well, actually by night or whatever. He runs his little restaurant in the drag strip thing, but... He also uh, makes abstract paintings, and yeah. he 
there's this art dealer that keeps showing up. We don't see his face till the end. So it looks oh, like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yeah, who oh, is always doesn't even talk until the very end, and he's always just nosing around, wanting to. He's all like, uh, um, "No, you can't have my paintings. They're part of These me. These are They're priceless." Yeah, and um, I want to know how the hell he would could dunk his hand into buckets of paint and pull out what looked like a ball and just whip it out of canvas. Like, And the, that's what got me. I'm like, is he a former baseball player? And then I was wondering... Or something, I yeah. I was wondering, could a baseball player dunk balls in paint, throw it at a canvas, and s- s- sell it for money? I would say it's probably been done. Yeah, I'm wondering that. That'd be a good Yeah, idea. it's probably been done, because, like, some of the old... Uh, I shouldn't say really older, but, like... We're from the Massachusetts area, if you haven't listened to the show before. <laughs> but, you know, some of the Red Sox from the past decade, like, you know, Mo Vaughn or Johnny Damon, I could see doing that. Or um, I have an employee who was neighbors with Nomar Garcia Para. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would tell some awesome stories. But he would do, like, kooky things like that, and he would always have a good old time. But that sounds yeah, like a yeah. good idea. Yeah, it does sound like it would be fun. Yeah, Although, yeah, you know, yeah, part yeah. of me kind of balks at that because I work so fucking hard to make art that looks like things. Right, but yeah. Yeah. Do I? I, I can't look. Oh. Oh, yeah. Alright, so the... Alright, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor b- uh, moment here. Um... We have uh, Hemp by Harley, as always. Uh, she's been really, really good for the past month and a half. Uh, definitely go check her out on Facebook and Instagram to see where she's going with festivals. If you're in the uh, southern New England area, um, we'll definitely look it out because then you can see her in person. Also, um, we do have Christmas coming up. So it's something to get your specialty if you want to have a specialty bit of jewelry for people. Uh, for someone in your life, she could certainly go ahead and do that. And basically, you name it, she tries her damnedest to go ahead and do it for you. Uh, so it's Hemp by Harley on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, there you can connect to get your order details on there, and then you should be good to go. And if you need any Christmas ornaments, pet portrait uh, ornaments, I can paint those. I sell them on Etsy. So just look up Kaz Foxen on Etsy if you need any pet portrait ornaments. Nice. Alright, so, on, yeah, where were we with, um, oh, with the, yeah, I think the, yeah, it was some weird, like, Jackson Pollock-ish type thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I, I, it's, yeah, the blue, the red, and the yellow. I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. Yeah. He's just making art. I know, but there's a commercial, uh, I don't want to, like, promote the, the, I won't promote it, but there, with, uh, Keegan-Michael from, uh, Key and Peel, and he has a commercial where, uh, uh, there's like a couple and they're in an art museum and they're, they're looking at a p- <laughs> they're looking at this art piece on the wall and it's just it's a gray dot and he his objective throughout this commercial without giving away the company uh, is to point out the uh, the reality of what they're seeing and he basically he pops into the scene and goes it's a gray dot I know right I hate that shit <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So when I look yeah. at art, I get it. It's great to look at it, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's a bunch of, like, balls <laughs> getting thrown at onto a, a this, like, uh, canvas. That takes a little more it. effort than a dot, though. So. Yeah. Because I had to do, I, I had Oh, to, I don't know disrespect to art, artist well, people. No, I, 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 drew, I drew a artist. representative art, you know, cute animals and shit, so. Yeah. Um, well, you put more effort, like, what this, was it the monkey or, uh, 
Rickles' character was just throwing random paint. <laughs> it was just like no effort. Like, oh, one day this is going to be worth something. He kept telling yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the yeah. one day, one day. Abstract <laughs> painting is harder than it looks because they made us do that for painting class in college, like before portraits yeah. and shit. And yeah. she'd give a restriction or something like you can only paint whatever, mm. and it was harder than it I thought because you you gotta gotta balance these things. Yeah. Damn, really? The shapes and where your eyes go kind of shit. You know, the weight of the shapes or whatever the hell. But, again, a gray dot on a wall. Fuck that noise. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 Don Rickles throwing paint at a canvas, that, that takes more effort. I can accept it in this universe, but I cannot <laughs> accept, like, fucking Jackson Pollock art. I, I, I've never seen... Yeah. I just remember the line from Guardians of the Galaxy when uh, Quill, <laughs> Quill says, this, yeah, this looks like a... Jackson Pollock art in here or something. Yeah. Like, what is Jackson Pollock? You had a black light in here. It looked like a Jackson Pollock. Yeah, paper. that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't but stand. Is that what Pollock is? A bunch of random dots? It's just, or, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like flung paint kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that was Oh, now we're in yeah. Big Lebowski territory when that, that, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, with Maude was with doing Maude, that, she yeah. like, she's naked and she yeah. flings random... Yeah, that, that was yeah. just... I, I can't understand that like I I'm it a I, yeah it I'm a Da Vinci fan okay you know so just like okay give me something like that or like even I'm yeah oh, I even just like, pulled up a picture for them yeah oh, even pretty. like there I can't yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not I can't get it yeah kind of pretty but yeah yeah uh, if you're in the Fall of Mass area, there's actually one Jackson that looks Pollock. Like um, I don't see that. That's, yeah. That's yeah, effort. That, that does yeah. look like effort to yeah. me. So Pollock has effort. Pollock, yeah. There's definitely effort in Pollock. I uh, I disagree, but okay. But there's... Um, well, it's pretty. I just saw, yeah. She showed me a couple of... No, no, that's uh, cool. I've never yeah. seen that before. Wow. Yeah, if you're in the Fall of Mass area at the, at the Bristol Community College in the, um, in the cafeteria area, there actually is a Jackson Pollock painting hanging in the back. Wow. Um... Yeah, but it's this, it's weird, and, like, I, I like the idea, there's one line I love in this movie, where he is, uh, Don Rickles' character and, uh, Harvey, the old man, are meeting, and, you know, he's sitting there, uh, first off, he's like, he's like, I only serve, my customers are all teens, so I only have soft drinks and beer. What? What? Wasn't the age, drinking age, like, 18? Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sixties, seventies. Yeah, so to speak. It probably changed around that time. So you're saying yeah. that those kids were more responsible at eighteen than we <laughs> are when we had to start probably. drinking at twenty-one. But you know, not to yeah. say I, I didn't drink before that, so I didn't say it. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> but the I I love the line here where he's like, you know, he's like, look, do you spend time with these kids? No. Have you talked with these kids? No. It's like, well. I know these kids better. Yeah, I know these kids better than you do, so your opinion don't matter. Yeah. And my other, I'm like, okay, good on you, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm good on you. And you know, now that I think of it, it is very much like, um, uh, what the what the uh, what the hell was the name of that movie? Um, Herbie the Love Bug. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is very much like that same idea. I'm like, okay, you kind of wanted to see. Uh, uh, you know, the the fat, uh, stocky um, guy there, like, oh, don't worry, the kids are going to be okay. Yeah. And uh, then we're introduced to the Rats gang, which... Oh, the ra- yes. 
Daniel, you're here with the, uh, what was the leader's name? Eric Von Zippa. <laughs> I love Eric Von Zippa. He <laughs> reminded me of what, like, Lou Costello or something? He very much did. Yeah, I'm Everything like, some of the members, I'm like, how old are they? Yeah. <laughs> Don't old. worry, kids, we're going to be good. <laughs> but I guess they yeah. hate the beach for yeah. reasons? I read it. I had an article read to you, me. You're my idol. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. you so much. He's talking to Harvey here. I love you. You're good. That don't mean much because, you know, in their clubhouse, we see he has a, they have a picture of Hitler and, what, Mussolini <laughs> on the wall? What the fuck? I don't know, man. I mean, nowadays... Al- also, looks... there was a werewolf yeah. hanging out there. Yeah, they're, they're just... Because reasons. <laughs> I think at that point they were really, really, really fucking high, and they just decided we're like, hey, let's throw this in, see if anyone notices. <laughs> they're like, wait, what? Uh, okay. Like, let's see. But the um, yeah, and then there's the yeah, he, he on my idol. Then he has the uh, I'm trying to remember the Himalay. Oh, the Himalayan suspender. Yeah, that was actually a, a throwback to the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You want to point it? You want me to say it? Or you want yeah, to point yeah, it out? Yeah. So that was a throwback to the the film before this in the series called Beach Party, where uh, the character in that film. Uh, give me a minute to pull it up here. Uh, his name's not registering at the moment. But the move is basically like sticking his finger into his temple and yeah. just kind of makes him freeze up, and he just keeps saying, yeah. "I, I gave myself the yeah. finger." Just watch the movie. I, yeah, go look. Just it up. really, like, it is one. It is one of the funniest parts of the whole thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah, especially where you have that, you know, that, that and it's like, that ting sound when that happens, and he just, and he like, just freezes. He does a great job I, of freezing, by the way. I, I really was so I impressed. Love that. But there's he um, did better than Bernie did at Weekend at Bernie's. Like he was like <laughs> on that level where his freezing. I was like, that dude looks like a little husky. like a mannequin. He looked. Re- I'm so impressed with his ability to do that. It was really. And, and I love with the scenes later where he's trying to do the same thing to other people yes. and they're not even doing anything. <laughs> yeah. like, no what are you stupid? <laughs> I just love how hey, he the fight's over. <laughs> I, I just love how he just keeps saying, "Give myself the finger." <laughs> yeah, that, yes, that's right. They call him the finger. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. gave himself the finger. Yeah. Ah. The Himalayan suspension. And just, it was so good. And you know, he, they're oh, I just, I yeah. just sort of get something. It, yeah? I guess it suspends animation. I, I was thinking suspenders, like holds up your pants. For some reason, <laughs> Oops. but the you know they do that and then they gotta like get them out of it and basically the the rats uh, you have the um, the girls are wearing the leather jackets that they're the mice and you know it, it it's just they're basically they're this biker gang and they're gonna try to help get the kids off the beach. They must really sweat sad their asses them. off. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Leather jackets and. And they're in Florida. This is Florida. <laughs> this was Florida. Oh my God. So yeah, they're they're sweating their fucking asses off. Yeah. I mean, I haven't worn a leather jacket in maybe about, Jesus, about twenty years. Earlier, I remember wearing one and trying to like look cool or something. And I'm like, I don't really want to do this. You know, here is I have my own version of wearing leather, but. Uh, it's still like it's it's the basic plot, and then it comes. But the funny thing is, is they're barely at the beach after this point, because then there's the drag race scene at that point, and then they're starting to get together. And then everybody knows the potato bug is like 
he's riding a drag race, but it looks like he's covered in tinfoil. Oh, yeah. Oh, that weird hat he wore. Yeah, that was a weird yeah. hat. Made and me think of Death Race 2000. How could he see through it? Because uh, Avalon... <laughs> With the that wig was always in his way, and I couldn't figure out like, how the hell is he looking. Part of the joke and then he had to kind of move. The, it was so weird. I'm like, how do you see out of that? Yeah, and you know, it is like you know, you wear a helmet, and when you do drag racing like that, because you're taking off so fast, it's like the wind will, it will give you heat, you know, heat whiplash, so to speak, and it really, you know, you have to have protection because you're going so damn quickly. Oh, and, yeah. And also, you know, wherever it depends on whatever your uh, your tractor or whatever your pull has, wherever the engine is, you know, oh. the protection will be there. I get it. No, no, yeah. no it makes sense. No, yeah. it's like those, uh, yeah. like during, well, at winter time. You know, those if you go to like a sporting store and they have those thinsulated or insulated. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Under. Yeah. Whatever we want. Yeah. Things. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. the same okay. idea. You know, but it's still it depends on wherever the engine is. You, know, you want to be able to protect yourself in right. case it does blow up. And I guess yeah. we should point out. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was gonna just with regard to the story. So I mean, primarily, the film is leading to this setup of this big drag race. Yeah. We also have the the B story of. Uh, um, Frankie and Annette. Not. Oh yeah, that's right. Them and then what's the uh, Harry. The, uh, the the old guy with the siesta, I forget his name at the uh, moment. Um, honey wagon. Honey wagon. Yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, got, has this old people like uh, affinity for old people and hates uh, the younger people. So you have like this A Get and B. Get off my lawn yeah. or in this cage speech. Yeah. So you have this A B C story thing going on. I mean, in our primary fix right focus right now is on the uh, the drag race. So object. So. For Avalon's character, he has to uh, find a way to get the funds to even get the car. But have we established that it was Big Drag that felt, yeah. felt bad and gave him uh, one of his uh, better cars and yeah. wanted him to uh, challenge Potato Bug, who has uh, one of the big uh, the, the best track records, but was overtaken by the chimp or <laughs> a chimpanzee at one point yeah. or something or other. And uh, at that point, oh yeah, then there's the love story. Oh, we should point out that weird interaction where uh, Frank. Where uh, Avalon's character uh, uh, dresses like Potato Bug to convince, uh, and I fucking Annette. hated this scene. <laughs> no, go ahead, because I'm gonna get angry. Go ahead. That's you want me to talk through? No, that's what I thought. Oh my god, is he playing a dual role? Yeah, he was spot on. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out like who was his. I think Just a different wig. I'm like, wow, my god, it's pretty damn good. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. So, and and basically. So he uh, sees uh, Annette's character on the beach, and now we end up. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, so he, I think at this Frankie point, he's. Frankie. Yeah, but Frankie was being potato bug with all the, the wig and stuff, and he's yeah. trying to convince her that basically uh, he's an asshole in so many ways that potato bug is just a big asshole. And, and of course, Dee Dee, thanks for that, uh, is. Uh, she catches on like. He doesn't act like that, and she's like, "Oh, it's something not right." And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes Potato Bug, looking, you know, and it's just it's exactly all, the it's same. It's just yeah. all Avalon, and it's Wait. somewhere between a stunt double and him. And it's just a really goofy. She was uh, <laughs> trying to convince a Potato yeah. Bug to call off the race because she kept being worried that Frankie would get hurt, yeah, or, or they both get whatever, you mm. know. But he disguised himself <clears throat> to, you know, so she wouldn't talk to the real Potato Bug to call off the race yeah. he's all like I can't do that and this fucking scene I hated because there was no fucking point to it 
at, at any given. I looked. I'm like, wait, why, why, why are they doing? Break up or yeah, it's a story, like, man. Why, why are they doing this? Okay, good. They got that. He's starting to come around. And, you know, no, he does something stupid. Yeah, and like, then you know, like, at the very end of it, when you see Frankie Avalon is playing both characters, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just a green screen trick. Yeah. Okay, and you know, it made me think of like when you and I were talking about it with. Um, the scene in Back to the Future 2 mm-hmm. where um, the uh, Doc Brown is talking to Doc Brown at one point but it's separated from a telephone pole. It's because of the pole. The, yeah. That division of pole and then you had so he yeah. was talking uh, on one side and they uh, Spielberg cut it um, yeah. sorry, Zemeckis uh, yeah. cut it so he's talking to himself but then they just it's yeah, like sort of green screen. Yeah, and it just leaded yeah. that. I'm was, like, what? But that what was the very well done. Very yeah, I'm like, well what, that was really good. How they did that. I'm like, this is and on just the Blu-ray in the, yeah. the current format. Yeah, it really. They actually it went shows. back and they no, they updated yeah. it. So oh, that, because over time, it, it, I mean, if you look at it from the VHS copy to the DVD, it's not the DVD is like okay, but for the Blu-ray that they put out back, I mean, they put out several copies, and more recently for the uh, 30th anniversary back in uh, 2016. They made sure that they went back and they updated that uh, the animation for well, sorry, not the, the the CGI so that it looks more accurate so you don't look at it as oh it doesn't look right but it looks it's more effective I don't know yeah they they did something to improve it I know that yeah sure. it definitely it, it definitely worked like but that. it's just with that particular bit I, I thought of that and I'm like this is all just lazy and we're all like where did we go wrong <laughs> I'm like because you're both dicks <laughs> you're you're both dickheads yeah. that's what you did. You breathe, you breathe the same air as this chick who really just should basically just throw the middle finger at both of them and just walk away and go home. Yeah. At this point, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, Keto you, Bug wasn't that much of an asshole. He was kind yeah. of oblivious. Like, oh, I think, yeah, I think there are points where he was annoying. Yeah, he was more uh, annoying. Yeah, he was annoying. I'm like, you both just suck. I think at one point he was even like kind of felt bad that he'd stole stolen Frankie's girl. You yeah, know? and that's where like I think the next bit of it, like you know, there's a really great scene when they're all together and there you can see all the kids are jumping. They're in big drags, uh, you know, big place. The uh, the pyramids are introduced and this <laughs> band really that's. Good. You know, that is super oh. good. Did you you know? see when they came out, they had the wigs on, and then all yeah. of a sudden they pulled up and they, yeah. they, they revealed they were a bald head. Yeah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but they were mop great. tops. Yes, yeah, so, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another Beatles joke. Yeah. See, so they're, they're constant, so they, they were little digs at the, the British invasion, I guess, yeah. throughout the film. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Pay attention to Yeah, I personally, yeah. yeah, I think it was also <laughs> just, you know, they made the reference, they're going to get the kids in the seats, but it was a really good dig at the, you know, the British invasion where, you know, suddenly, like, one scene where, you know, in that particular uh, scene itself where there's a cut to this girl's face looking straight at the camera going, we want a new potato bug! And I could hear Harley in my in my ear just going, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, you're like, why? And, you know, and suddenly it was there, but it was a dig at the bird, you know, the Fab Four, you know, fan, the fandom. Yeah, the, the, but the, that crazy fandom that didn't really, and like, side note with that, how it's just like, in the, um, um, you know, in the uh, Beatles anthology years later, where they were describing this, so like their fans were wonderful, and you know, and all this other stuff, and like they go through it, and it made me love Ringo Starr even more. 
because you know like they would show this like oh yeah you know and Paul's like yeah you know we were admired and it was just lovely to see people who didn't even know us really just love us it was so great and George like yeah you know it was really fine and you know John yeah you know it was really beautiful it was all great and everything and Ringo's like well our playing went to shit and I was really happy that we stopped touring because I just really wanted to drum again like it was just it's beautiful like you know it's, it's like, yeah you know the, the point yeah it's like yeah you know the birds were just fine I loved them all but it was just like yeah I wanted to just stop playing I could hear what I'm saying again <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I feel like, oh, the, there's, you know, a re- somewhat of a relationship between the chimp and the, the actual bird. Yeah, you called it. Yeah. Cause you like, called it immediately. Because the chimp at first meets the hawk and is all, like, bugging it, like, poking its feathers and st- stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I bet they're going to fall in love. Yeah. But see, yeah. the, the, it's an analogy, you know? The chimp also had, like, a, like a, a thing for Rickles' character, too, because he kept, like, roping him and yeah. grabbing him. Yeah. Even Rickles was like kind of creepy. <laughs> so there was like this yeah. like weird love triangle yeah. going on between the bird, the chimp, and Rickles. But I always thought it was really cool that he would yeah. sit on his hat. Yeah. As oh, he was, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, as he was yeah. introducing the band and kind of just orchestrating the night. Yeah. You know, as he's doing, I I loved that part. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. It made me want to really hang out with this guy, Big Drag. Yeah. You know, a lot, and it, it's just there. I keep wanting to get into fantasy casting. But the, um, let's see where we are, but the, in general with this movie, I mean, it's all just kind of written out, and I mean, um, there's all bits and pieces of it, but it has a really cool car in the beginning when they're all, like, they're all heading down the highway to the beach, and I'm like, okay, I, I could buy this, and I could buy this universe in general, Yeah. but it is something you generally need to see yourself, and... You know, there's some great chemistry here now. So, like, you know, Harvey Huntington falls in love with the school teacher, and they get together, and I'm like, what the hell? Okay. I, I was like, what the yeah. hell? The, the paintings on his wall, they, yeah. they jumped, <laughs> and they changed expression. That's right. No, you're right. They did. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and, you know, that happens, and, you know, then the, the big drag race happens. Yeah, and he does change his tune, and then the bad guys are the rats because yeah. the rats were yeah. relying on him to get rid of the beach kids for yeah. whatever reason. Right. Yeah, you're not my idol no more. So now they, the rats want to get revenge, and they sabotage the. Uh, they're supposed to sabotage Frankie's car, but they. You knew it was coming. No, no, sab- no. They sabotage Potato Bug's car. That's it. Yeah. But oh. Yeah, potato- but it ended up being Frankie's car yep. instead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But there's a, there, there happens a, okay, puss, which car is his? And he just randomly put, that one. <laughs> Never mind the car that actually said potato bug right in front of him. I thought it was Britannica or something. No, it said potato bug. Oh. Okay. Right, right there. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, okay, we kind of know where this is going. And it's very self-explanatory. However, the, it was really 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 hilarious i mean you know well not really but you know the big drag race happens frankie wipes out and you know as expected yeah. you know they say it was supposed to be his car <laughs> wait you did this yeah he was stupid yeah Von uh, Zipper, yeah. yeah and he you makes know. his escape on a tiny little go-kart and he just <laughs> kind of mostly goes around in circles, <laughs> <Just> in circles. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> 
<laughs> you just wanted the point. You just wanted Don Rickles just to kick him yes. when he was going over the head. Just like he just kept going around. Like, why doesn't he beat him in the head? Just kick him, knock yeah. him over, do something. Yeah. No, the fight is yet to come. Oh yeah, oh that that fight, and you know they're they're going around, and then there's the, oh, yeah, that, that, the, the but the two unsung heroes that we didn't mention are only in two scenes are the two cops in this entire town, oh, or at least three. <laughs> That <laughs> rather like crazy Keystone cop, and it's yeah. like people racing around, and they're just like, "Huh, what? Huh?" Yeah, see the back But it was. <laughs> you see the monkey and the hawk, and the monkey waves at them, and they're like, "Nah, I'm going back on the sauce." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, then they get to the board. They get to the club at the very end. And, you know, they start beating each other up, and, you know, the rats versus the kids, and, you know, it seems like the rats are going to win, but they have this wonderful effect where they deliver a beautiful uppercut, and I was just collaborating with another personal trainer, like, a few hours before I watched this, and we, um, uh, you know, Shout out to AJ. Um, hope you're listening. Hope you really like this because I gave him the address for this movie, to this podcast. So uh, I hope you did that. But we were—he uh, was showing me uh, how to do an uppercut in boxing, and he says, "When you do, when you do it right, when you do it really well, you can make somebody fly." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, great." And then I saw that, but they have this thing where they go ahead, you do this, you, you explain this one because you do it so funny. Well, he punches him, and he just goes up on a string. Yeah. Like whoop. <laughs> it was kind of like you know in The Simpsons with Poochie. Yeah. I have to go <laughs> now. My planet needs me. Oh, that was amusing. <laughs> it was great. Uh, was this the, one, the scene too where Candy Johnson, the lady that I think she she dances on speed or some kind of yeah. drug, she uses her, ass. her ass powers that oh magically? Oh my god, yes! Yeah, this was some Iron Man crap right here. Like seriously, her ass like had some kind of like force field or like maybe it's like maybe some like Luke Skywalker force thing, and they would just go flying. Like all she did was like give like a what do they call that thing when they shake the oh god a twerk. Like, uh, she twerked. That's right. She ha- she did. Well, it was more of a bump than a twerk. A oh. twerk's more like a steady jiggle. Oh, is that this okay. is more of like a boom. All right. Boom. So uh, whatever you want. <laughs> see, ass the movie. <laughs> I see why you get the holy record. shit. <laughs> what idiocracy? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It went on to win 64 Oscars that year. It, come on, even after the credits, the name of a, the company is like printed on it's a bikini ass. ass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. man. Ask the movie. <laughs> I, oh, I read that the, uh, the random werewolf that's just hanging out in the, yeah. the rat's clubhouse, I yeah. guess he won a contest. Oh. Some kind of monster. All right. Test All right, yeah. They yeah. get to be in a yeah. movie or oh, something, okay. but they just. Yeah. I don't know. So the kids end up winning. Um, I think I remember they all just go back oh, to the beach. Oh, because Von Zipper gives himself the finger. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Also, the band is playing. Yeah. And they just they get splatted with paint. Yeah. They just keep going. Yes. Yeah. I like how the walls are so thin. So many people just go through the walls. <laughs> yeah. The, the art. Thing yeah. Parts there was the this sonic r- butt powers. Yeah. Yeah, but there was this one. Oh, there was this one weird, repetitive scene. I don't know why they kept playing it, but it was this girl with a blue shirt, or this guy, 
and she kept punching him in the stomach and they kept showing it over and over again but they'd have her like repeat they kept repeating the motion and whenever they they would you know they, they'd scan the the scene of people getting beat up they'd always go back to that one shot of her just punching him in the I, stomach so i don't know <laughs> yeah. i just kept saying they just showed that yeah why can they keep showing I think at that point it was just to lengthen the movie. I guess. You know, you're just to pad yeah. it out a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the art dealer finally... Uh, yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. The painting he wants is the one the damn monkey did. The monkey is throwing the paint around and, like, Don... Uh, yeah, that's how the... the yeah, Don Rickles are. is doing this thing where he breaks the fourth wall. And it's just really funny where he just has this wonderful face of what the fuck <laughs> Billy here says it right to the audience if I didn't know in this place I'd sue me <laughs> like ah oh, that's that's such a good line hey this Mayor. is um the wiki explains the the um art dealer thing and, oh, and, and the art dealer is Boris Karloff Yay. <laughs> um apparently it's a, a spoof of these Vincent Price commercials where he has yeah. a similar outfit or something oh and I guess the the joke is you're expecting Vincent Price, but then he turns around and it's Boris Karloff talking about how he wants his painting for his, for Vincent Price's collection. And how he has to tell Vincent Price about this place. And IMDb, somebody wrote that um, I, Boris Karloff was subbing in for Peter Lore, who died. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, we did, a, we did the Raven that had all of them there, and they were very good friends. Mm. You know, they were they were very very good friends here, and Boris Karloff was not that well either. I mean, he mm. died shortly after this. Well, yeah. Good thing he played horror characters, so yeah. that would only enhance. Yeah, his yeah, he died shortly after this. All he had very bad lung cancer, mm. and uh, only had one functioning lung. See, I like to point out. Um, uh, I know I'm. Ju- I don't. Know, I technically I might be jumping ahead or. Oh, that's alright. Actually, yeah. I'm not even sure how to explain this, but yeah. if you if you watch the end of if you watch the end of Muscle Beach Party, uh, I'm not trying to give that one away too much. They, they uh, all right. I'll give it. I guess I'll give it away. All right, so Peter Laurie is at the end of that one. I'm sorry to give that away, but the thing that's fascinating about that is that they they preview uh, a, an upcoming. Uh, Peter Lorre film while also saying that he'll be in the next film Bikini Beach what? now I don't understand how I'm confused how these films were released uh, to my knowledge it was Bikini Beach first but I don't know if they they screwed that up in the theater and they, they switched it around but because if that was the case Muscle Beach Party should have came out first based on these films on the disc which I was screwed me up and then Bikini Beach but the way they released it to my knowledge it was Bikini Beach then Muscle Beach Party and uh, Muscle Beach Party says that Peter Lorre was going to be in Bikini Beach, but at the time he died, so that was uh, Boris Karloff who took over. So I don't know how the hell they released these things, but there was a big yeah. kerfuffle, and I just wanted to point that out. So that, that's why I was like, uh... Yeah. But either way, I mean, it, I'm trying to get at He passed away, and they were at the time, at the end of Muscle Beach Party, saying that Peter Lorre was going to be in Bikini Beach. So this is what happened, you know, why Karloff took over because he obviously passed away from cancer uh, but I don't know if they had swapped the release dates or the uh, of the films because they seem to come out the same year or something to that effect yeah. so 
not trying to give anything away, but no, I, I was, I was confused. That I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I, I felt just if I, it comes out of my mouth, maybe yeah. it'll make sense. And, yeah. So. And, and everybody gets together at the yeah. end. Yeah. And they all get yeah they all get together and have one big old party. I, I would imagine. Potato like, bug is gonna marry ladybug. Yeah. That only makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and because uh, they fought together very well because yeah. she kicks pretty good. She yeah. has some really amazing legs. Boy, <laughs> look at those game games. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought gam gam was like rustic talk for grandma. No, ga- Gams is uh, oh, yeah, an old, old, old E reference to legs, to my knowledge. I know that, right? but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, my grandfather... Check out those Gams. My grandfather used to say that all the time. Yeah, especially... Now, I want to make a pun about Yams, but I can't think of anything. Yeah, especially when he became that old man who just said whatever the hell he wanted and nobody <laughs> gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nick, look at those Gams out there, hey? Look at that broad. <laughs> but he would... Sh- no, no, he would shout this in Jesus the middle of a Christ. mall. <laughs> like you just hey, like look at it, your head row. <laughs> uh, but I, I really enjoyed this movie. I did too. I, mm. I would go back and watch it again. I would. The, yeah. the thing that frustrated me was, again, I'm, this is my uh, cinematic uh, pisser side of me. The uh, the DVD <laughs> that I watched, uh, they stretched they, the the film is anamorphic, which is two thirty five aspect ratio, which is like a basically a small rectangle and you have the large black bars on the top and bottom of the screen but for the DVDs they mastered it they stretched out the uh, the image on the screen so even though if you're watching it at the, uh, the the aspect ratio as intended on the film everybody looks slightly stretched out but apparently in the high-def version which I haven't seen and I guess it's available on your favorite streaming service they fixed that so just be aware of that yeah that's my uh, Cinema side. No, that's definitely true. I knew you would see something like that. Yeah. But I gotta ask, with fantasy casting, I got a boatload of ideas. Oh, man. So, yeah. I, I kept thinking Frankie Avalon looks like, what's his face? John Cryer. I know, like, yeah. maybe he used to, like, before being in before two and a half men maybe his backstory was he used to be super cool but then something terrible <laughs> happened when his girl got stolen and then he ended up a lonely loser with <laughs> divorced with a terrible ex <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I, I really really like John Cryer but I like him in like even with the in the 80s he was in I believe he was in 16 candles and that role too he would do very 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 well he's also at Footloose I believe but I could be wrong but I also um, for Huntington I gotta say David Odensteyer who played Charles Emerson Winchester in MASH yeah. and that's the first thing I saw is when he said oh, you know Harvey what was his middle name oh, fuck. Harvey yeah. Huntington Honeywell Huntington? Huntington? Harvey Honeywell Huntington the third. Yeah. Ah, and he yeah. said it the same way. He's like, Charles, Charles Emerson Winchester the third. And he had the same idea. I'm like, that is the Charles Emerson Winchester character. Granted, about 15 years before it was roundabout when it was decided, but. He's more cartoonish. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. the kids. Yeah, and it's still like but some sort of Mr. Magoo. Yeah. I, I forgot what turned him around besides, you know, the, the teacher. She Boning. said. The, the teacher said something that kind of turned him around. Yeah. 
I don't remember too much either, but yeah, there was a scene there where it's like, no, these kids are good. But it like, was, it was all you, oh, accusing all you, him of what? It was, um... Well, his old uh, people home had, like, a trip to the mausoleum or something. Yeah, it was the, um, oh god, it's gonna go to me, but it was the, yeah, you call it, you basically, oh, the vegetable farm. Yes. Is what he called, it was what she called it, and that's, that was the turnaround. Yeah. You know, that was... And then the, the old ladies, they're yeah. the tour bus goes to the drag strip instead of the, um, oh yeah uh, that's right mausoleum for yeah. the trip and then they're all like yay yeah which we should go that, here more often that, <laughs> that I saw my grandmother yeah <laughs> and I, I just and remember I with her grandma, getting on the casino yeah I could see her getting too, on yeah. the casino bus and they're yeah. like no we're gonna go drag strip like, alright yeah cool alright good <laughs> anybody got weed Okay, let's see what we can do. Like, just, well, what the hell? I'm 93. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, Go for it, yeah. But I can see that. But the yeah, those ladies were funny. Any other fan? I, I got a boatload of fantasy casting ideas, so I'm going to turn to you uh, guys. Keep going. All right. Um, I would say Annette Brunicella, I would say Mila Kunis would do really good. Yeah, I can see Yeah, that. that would just do very, very, very well. Uh, and just... <clears throat> Particularly, you just see Jackie from that '70s show, you know, like "Oh my God, Frankie!" Like it is or that. Um, uh, yeah, I said John Cryer. I already had that one. Um, I had Ted, Mc- Ted McGinley as the dumbass, uh, yeah, the deadhead guy in the crew Big who hat. was hit, yeah, the guy who was hitting on uh, hitting on the French lady. Yeah. The ladybug here, like Ted McGinley, who played Jefferson Darcy in uh, in <laughs> Married with Children. Yeah. I just saw that immediately. Yeah. Um, even with the remake, I could see Ringo Starr playing the potato bug because he does have a really good sense of humor. Actually, no, I take that back. I would see Jack Black. You'll be really funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just for kicks, I'd love to see. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch be potato bug and then <laughs> so, some other American actor just takes over like when he's old. <laughs> that would be funny just to see that. <laughs> oh, say I like you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But see, Benedict would play a very posh character so by the end it would be very, oh, cheer, oh everything's all well. It just would be a very different approach but it would just Is be hilarious. Has anyone actually said in seriousness the sticky wicket? Yeah. I love your sticky wickets. What is that? Ooh. I don't know. It's just some stereotypical English. Yeah. Um, a sticky idiom. wicket is like a sticky situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the, oh, this is a sticky wicket now, isn't it? Yeah. Like you know, or we would say, wow, that's a conundrum. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of word that we would look at it. Catch um, twenty two, man. That's, yeah. That's a sticky wicket right there. Catch yeah. twenty two. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Now, the I'm gonna steal a little bit of here, but I would say, fantasy casting. If you had to do this, I would love to see Tarantino direct this. <laughs> oh my god! Only it's accept it. Would, uh, go ahead. Instead of asses, it would be feet. So we even said it would mostly be the same. Just somebody would end up dead. <laughs> or some point, or the, you know, the or the monkey would end up there. Would be. Um, the monkey, they obviously somebody in a suit. 
in a monkey suit, but it would end up being that the old man was there, but it's like, even going back to it, I think if a Tarantino did it, like, they're watching in the middle of this, her with this hers, watching these kids, and I swear, like, the monkey's jerking off. Yeah. Or something like, are they jerking off watching those kids? Like, it, that actually would happen in the Tarantino version of it. Wait, I think this is Malibu, not, you said Florida. Is it, is it Malibu, California? Yeah. No, it might have been filmed in Malibu, but I, I thought, it, I thought the, uh, by the sea, I thought it was Florida. Anyway, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. No, don't worry. No. Yeah, I want to see uh, a scene in the film where uh, Tom Cruise has a cameo, and, <laughs> and he realizes there's uh, adult porn on the internet, and he goes, there's adult porn on the internet. <laughs> Just for no random reason, just to be there. <laughs> There's adult porn. What? Wait, what? Really? Wow. Hey, do you think the the werewolf uh, knows the dog from The Shining? <laughs> uh, that was Bikini Beach. Uh, honestly, this this one is fun. Yeah. It genuinely is fun itself. It's a good summer movie. It's something that. You could turn on in, um, especially I could see in the days um, where it's really dark out or, you know, and the light's really low and the sun's not out as much and you're like, okay, I'll see this. And, you know, knowing that summer's not that far away or turning it on in the springtime, you know, getting ready for beach season. Mm. At that point, I could see here. The music's really, really good. I definitely want to check out and see if there's any... Uh, Pyramid CDs or, or anything to download. The, the music was really good. I just wanted to point out too. Yeah. Uh, this film, uh, for the most part, was translated, in, you know, to Bikini Beach. But I, I thought it was very fascinating that in in Greece, the film, <laughs> the film translates as, Iris or something or other. But the the last two words, which I can pronounce correctly, is rally sex. <laughs> so, e e something really intelligent beyond my ability to speak it, and then the words rally and sex. So, just wanted to, so just point that, that out. That that is really good trivia. Yeah, that is really good trivia. So, all right. So, anybody have an answer? Now, the one thing I just want to point out is that mm. I think a running theme throughout the series is, is that. Uh, the adults in this film think all the, the kids on the beach are a bunch of idiots and fools and sex hounds and sex fiends. And the thing not that, Big Drag. Huh? Yeah. No, except for Big Drag. He and seems to be relative. But the always the uh, the adult villain or the adult... Uh, the uh, up, Old man, get off my lawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the thing that, that blows my mind is I know their characters and it's their objective, but it's like, weren't you a teenager at one point in your life? Yeah. And you look at these people and go, oh yeah, I used to be like that. But I know for the the sake of a film, I get it. But still, I look at that and go, don't they bend at some point and they go, oh yeah, I was that person at one point in my life too. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take True. a couple hundred years, but True. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I I love it. I love it. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think they rent it. Go they, watch it. Yeah, find it on whatever. Watch it. You can find it a lot of places. Honestly, it's uh, there's several. Um, so next week we're gonna do this again, and hopefully um, soon this month. Uh, so I guess we have a beach theme month for this month here. Um, we will do a. We need one with an ensemble. There is a movie called How to Stuff a Wild Bikini. Buster Keaton as a witch doctor. So it, it, yeah, we haven't done anything Buster Keaton in a long time. Yeah, man. So that yeah, <laughs> so. 
I know it should be fun. Quit, Buster Keaton! What? Oh, uh, You guys are doing Buster Keaton again? Wait, what? Well, sort of, well, he makes a, you know, uh, he's in it. No way! But it's not like, you know, story. Dude! That's awesome! Hey, I saw a short where he's at the beach and he actually laughed or smiled or something <laughs> like that. So there's footage of Buster Keaton smiling. Oh, man. Well... Alright folks, so we'll be back next week. Enjoy yourselves. If you like this, please share, uh, subscribe, and uh, let your friends know about this as well. And, uh, you know, join in on Facebook, Twitter, or anything. Look at Movie Theater Time Machine. And, uh, you know, see where the episodes are. You can go on our back catalog and look at it as well. So, we're going to close out now. So, be good. Take care of yourselves. But don't be too good.